amen. Uh, we were in Lubbock, Texas, and God moved in Texas. Come on, God moved, amen. God did so much, amen. We were there with Pastor Josh, amen, and uh, Revival City, amen, and that church right there has come under the ministry, so he's with us, connected with us. Come on, somebody. Don't only do, we have Pastor Josh, but also Pastor Lawrence, he's there. And so God just moved, God did an awesome work there in Texas, and so we're excited for what God's gonna do next. Come on, somebody. God got some powerful things going on, and as we move in the spirit, we allow God to be God. God does tremendous and great things. Amen. We are on a series called Strive. Some say strive. 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 And that means to push ourselves. It means to devote ourselves with series of efforts or energy towards a goal. Also means, some say try hard. Try. To, to try hard. To try hard and not to give up. To push yourself. To push yourself to achieve more to achieve, amen, for what God has for us. And God is looking for a church and the body of Christ that will strive with courage and not let the lies of this world nor the fears of the enemy to try to stop us. Can someone say amen? Amen, amen. because the enemy, he knows what he does. He likes to try to sissify us. Oh, come on, somebody. I was in Texas and, and I told the men at the men's discipleship that Saturday, I told them, you know what? Don't ever go to that, that restaurant, Rudy's. They're like, why? Because they're handing out sauce that says sissy sauce. I said, no wonder all the men are getting weird. So everybody was laughing and laughing. And, and I said, my God, I don't want none of that sissy sauce. Get that away from me. Hallelujah. And I said, but this is the thing. I think the church is for God. What does the Bible say about a coward? A coward will not enter into the kingdom of God. Oh, Jesus. Did, did you know that? That the Bible says no coward or enter into the kingdom of God. The enemy's job is to coward us. It's to cause us to lose our bravery. To cause us to lose our spiritual backbones. And so the enemy wants to cause us not to strive, but to settle for less. To settle in despair. To settle in the pain. To settle, come on somebody, in the wrong things. And so if he can rob your bravery, if he can rob your courage, he'll keep you. On the other side, looking at the promise and never really obtaining it. So here is Joshua, and Joshua is going to cross over onto the other side, and he had to get the courage that he needed to fight the enemy and to fight all the lies that will come his way. That's why God told him, be strong and courageous. Can someone say amen? amen? Be strong and courageous. And you'll constantly hear that throughout your walk with God, to be strong. To be strong, to be strong, to be courageous, to push yourself, to strive. Someone say strive. 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 We talked about last Wednesday, striving with intimacy with God. How many have started the 30-day challenge? I, mean, I don't know about you, but I have been in some weird places praying in my midday. My, my alarm goes off three times. It goes off at 8 o'clock in the morning, goes off at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and then at 11 o'clock at night. Those are to remind me, hey, Edgy, you owe me five minutes. Come on, somebody. You owe me five minutes. And so I was up in the air in the plane when it went off. And it was like, oh, man, I got to stop. and started praying. and started praying. Everybody was there just beginning to worship the Lord and just beginning to pray. Amen. And I was in a meeting. And I sat there and just started praying right there. Everybody looking up like I was crazy. And then I was eating at lunch. And there was a lunch, having lunch. And I go, excuse me, I got to go. And I stepped out and I started just praying. Today, I was having lunch with the family, and I just had to sit there. Everybody's munching down, and I got my plate in front of me, and I started praying. I closed my eyes and started praying, 
And but this is what's been happening. I don't know about you, but those three times a day right now has become making me more aware of things. Come, how many you're finding there's more of awareness, there's more of sensitivity, there's more of God. You are who you say you are. And it's causing me to pray for different things. It caused me to open different areas of my life through that simple 15 minutes a day, five in the morning, five in the evening, and five at night. That's not including all my other prayer, but this has really helped. Has anybody been helped through this so far? Amen. Come on, somebody. And if you haven't started it, you can start any time. But know that at 30 days, something will break. Something will begin to happen, and it will begin to grow from that. You will begin to explode and something will begin to change. The Bible says that Daniel, he, he turned and prayed three times a day. There's a reason why. There's a reason why. So we talked about intimacy in prayer. And tonight, I want to talk about striving for intimacy through the word. Someone say through the word. Through the word. Through the word of God. And maybe you, you, you didn't hear the one I talked about last Wednesday. Look it up. It's on YouTube. Check it out. you see it. But I want to talk about intimacy through the word. And I think that we need to get back to the basics. Someone say the basics. Because it's the basics that gets us back going again. Back doing the basic things of God. And prayer is one of the main things. Prayer makes us intimate with him. As much as the word makes us intimate. See, the word will give you purpose. Someone say purpose. The word will begin to show you purpose and your calling. And it will show you what God wants to do with you. The word is like a mirror. It will show you who you really are. Have you ever read something and it hit you like, oh, Jesus. But then it hit you so much you didn't want to read it no more, so you turned on the next page, praise the Lord. But I want to talk about striving through intimacy with the word. Can I? Listen to this. Meditating on the word of God helps us grow in our faith. Meditating on the word of God helps us grow in our faith. And it helps us to overcome the fears that the enemy will try to build up in our lives. And the word of God will begin to reveal the promises of God. The word of God will begin to reveal destiny. The word of God will begin to reveal his purpose to you. As you read it, God will begin to enlighten you. God will begin to open some things in you. Can I get it? Amen. Listen to this. This is very important right here. As Christians, it is so important, listen to this please, that we renew our minds through God's word. And that we begin to understand God's principles and God's promises. There is principles that are in the word of God. And we'll never know what they are if we don't read them. If we don't get into his word, we will not understand the principles and the promises that God has for us. I'm telling you, there is so many promises in his word that you and I miss it because we're not in it. This is his love letter to us. This is the instructions to us. This is his do's and don'ts. and This is how he wraps his arms around us through his word. Mm, mm, mm. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, and do not be conformed, someone say, to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may, proper, excuse me, that you may prove that which is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. There's a will for you. There's a will for your life. I'm not going to talk about it. Right now I'm going to talk about the word. But listen to this. And faith and hearing by the what? Word of God. Having God's word in us stirs us up. 
Having God's word in us builds, I'm going to say, our faith. Our faith, it builds our faith. When we get into God's word, it begins to show us things. It begins to reveal things to us. It begins to tell us what we can do. And it begins to give us the abilities to do things. And his word begins to enlighten us and it strengthens us. And the Bible says that we can do things that are so tremendous because of his word. Woo! Listen to this. What, what did the word do through intimacy? Or how do you get to intimacy? I, don't remember, I remember when me and my wife, when we were dating, to build our intimacy, we, we would write each other letters. Anybody remember writing letters? I know. Writing letters or texting or whatever you want to do. We, we, didn't, we didn't have phones back then. We would write letters and, and we would sit together and we'd be writing letters and back and forth to each other. And man, I found a lot of those and I look at how they were and how crazy they were, the letters that we wrote to each other and how we were just trying to, I love you, I love you, I love you more, no, I love you more. And I'm like, my God, a lot of love there. Hallelujah, somebody. But there was, there was an intimacy and we, we read those and we have them in the folder. We read them sometimes. And then we laugh at how, how immature we were. Oh, you don't hear me though. When you're building a relationship, you sometimes were immature. I hate you. Then the next line, I love you. Oh, what are you, why were you, why were you looking over there? Why were you looking, you don't hear me though. And so you look at the immaturity and when you begin to get a hold of God's word, listen to what I'm gonna say, when you start reading God's word, you find out how immature you are. And you start reading his word and you find out things that, oh my God, about yourself that you thought that wasn't there. So the word of God does a few things. Can I talk about what the word of God does through intimacy? Number one, the word of God will free you. The word of God through intimacy, when you're in it and you're meditating on it, it brings freedom. Someone say freedom. Freedom. It brings freedom. In, In John chapter 8, verse 31 and 32 says these words. To the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. If you hold on to my word, then you will know the truth and the truth will what? Set you free. Come on, somebody. The truth of God, his word sets you free from sin and from bondages. When you begin to read his word, it begins to tell you that God will save you. God will deliver you. He'll set you free. He'll restore things. He, he'll, he does so much in his way to free your mind. It'll free the sin because sin brings shame. How many sin and you go, oh, shameful? How many did something wrong and you felt like you were in bondage? So the word of God begins to break those things off you. So the word of God brings, someone say freedom. freedom. When we strive for intimacy in the word of God, it brings freedom to you. It brings freedom to you. Number two, when you strive for the intimacy through the word, is because its word is spiritual food. How many know the word of God is spiritual food? Yeah. Bible says in Matthew chapter four, verse four, and Jesus answered and said, it is written. Man shall not live on tortillas alone. Man shall not live on what? Bread alone. But on every word that comes out from the mouth of God. My God. He's saying we can live somewhat on spiritual food, excuse me, on physical food. But there's something about spiritual food 
that changes everything. We must be hungry for God's word. Tanner, be hungry. What does hunger do? Hunger makes you search out things. You, when you're hungry, you're searching in that pantry. You look 30 times in that refrigerator and it's still empty. It has not changed. But for some reason, we want to go and make something appear. Because you're what? Hungry. So hunger makes you search out things. Hunger makes you want things. When you're hungry, everything tastes good. Well, when you're hungry, you're like, you're not sure if it was just your hunger or it was good food. But hungry makes you search, hunger makes you want, and hungry makes you think. Man, I, I, you start thinking when you're hungry, man, I, I could, you know, I could, I can do this and I can do that and I can go to the store and I can get this and, and you be creative. That's how we make spreads. Hello, somebody. But hunger makes you search. When you're hungry for God and for his word, you begin to search out his word. You begin to want his word. You begin to allow that word to hit your thinking pattern. Come on, somebody. And you begin to change. Because why? Because intimacy with God creates you to understand that God's word is spiritual food. And I, want, I don't want to be an anorexic spiritual man. Amen or oh me? So we have to say, I want, I want, I'm hungry for God's word. I'm hungry for God's word. I'm hungry for the spiritual food. Amen? The Bible says in John chapter 6, verse 63, says, the spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the spirit and life. Come on, oh, Jesus, have mercy. Wow. How many, how many understand that? I want to read that again. The spirit gives life. Someone say gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the spirits. His word has life. This is not just no regular book. Oh, I bought this at Barn and Nobles. I got this on the internet. Oh, I got this on an app. No, no, the word... <laughs> It, it, it does something. When you get into that word, it, it creates things. It does stuff to you. It changes you. It frees you. You know what else the word does? Number three, when you're intimate in the word, it brings growth. Someone say growth. It brings growth. It brings growth to your life. The reason why a lot of people don't grow is because they're not in their word. And so then we get older but we're not, we're not mature. And so then we, we were around the things of God, but we're not striving in the word of God, so we're unmature in the word of God. And so if we're unmature in the word, we're unmature in our actions. We're unmature in our attitude. We're unmature in the way we do things. And now we are, we are really babies because there's no growth. And what happens with the baby? If you tell them no, they get mad. If you tell them something, they get what? They get upset. You take away their toy, they're going to kill you. 
This is what it says right here in, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2. It says, like newborn babies crave pure milk of the word. So by it you may grow up in your salvation. My God. What does the word of God do to you? Makes you what? Grow up. Someone say, grow up. So when somebody is not growing up, that means you're lacking in the word. Because how many know the word will cut you? Well, well, I want to read that scripture right now, but I want you to understand that the word of God will get into you. But the word of God will will feed you. And how many know there's a shortage right now in in baby milk? There's like shortage for this milk and that milk and and all this different milk, but there ain't no shortage in the Bible. Come on, somebody. Ain't no shortage in the Bible. Me and my wife were watching a movie, a, a true story. It was yesterday, huh? Yesterday. And it was about a lady who loved God. And, and they were in, in, the chi- in China and they couldn't read the word. They couldn't have a Bible. It was a true story. And they would, they would get together and they would read the word. And then they would come after them and they would get a phone call. So-and-so, go, go get the word out of his house because so-and-so right now is on the cops are on the way there and they're going to they're gonna take you. They, they already arrested the mom and the husband and they're going right now to go get the evidence and she run to the house. And the, the Bibles were hidden in rice, hidden behind doors, hidden under stuff. And they pulled the word of God out and they would box it up and take it to the next house. And they would get them, they would import the word to them. They would sit there and they would worship God and they would read the word. They says, we just read this word because it's going to bring life to us. Amen. Come on. They were constantly reading the word over and over. And they were growing and they were growing. They were getting hit and hit and hit. But it was the word that was sustaining them. My God. The word of God will sustain you. It'll help you grow. Someone say grow. grow. It'll help you grow. The word of God, when you read it, it'll help you grow. But sometimes we don't get into our word, so we're not growing. So that when something happens, we do the carnal thing. We do, I mean, know what I'm talking about. We do the carnal stuff. We act out the carnal side of us instead of acting out the spiritual man. What did the scripture say? It says, do not be conformed to this world. Don't let the world try to make you something he pulled you out of. I ain't going back to that. I'm striving towards intimacy with God. I'm striving through the word of God. I'm striving through the things of God. I'm getting a hold of God's word because it's changing me. It's delivering me. It's bringing so much freedom to me. I'm growing and I'm hungry for God's word. I'm hungry for what God has for me. I'm hungry for my vision. I'm hungry for my passion. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. We get to get back and get hungry again. Amen. So this is what the word of God is doing to us. As we read it, church, it's freeing us. <laughs> it's causing us to become more hungry. And it's causing us to grow. Someone say grow. 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 And you know that's what the word of God does to us when we become intimate in it? It gives us victory over temptations. Mm. Someone say victory. It gives us victory over temptations. In Psalms 119, verse 11 says these words, I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. My God. He says, I, I, I've got the word and I'm putting it in me. And it's showing me 
that how to walk and how to behave and how to conduct myself, that I'm not going to allow myself to get caught up in the old me, in the old way. Let, me, let myself, I don't want to lose myself in this world no more. I don't want to get mad and frustrated and then blow it. That word of God, I hid in me that it freed me. Come on, from my past. It freed me from bondages. It freed me from so much wickedness. And I know because I'm growing, I'm no longer the same man. I'm no longer that same person. I'm no longer that same woman. I'm a different individual because God's word. I have become intimate with God. And in his word, I have meditated day and night. And I'm changing. I'm growing. You know, I, I want to challenge you, church, for the next 30 days, another challenge coming, to read your word. Read your word for five minutes. Pick a day. Excuse me, pick a time through the day for five minutes. Just read your word. Read your word. Let it speak to you. We're, we're doing the one-year Bible read already. And that would be, that if you haven't, you haven't continued on that one-year Bible reading, you should continue on it. That right there is helping you. It's showing you things. It's waking you up. Even if you read for the next, listen to this, even simpler, a proverb a day, a chapter a day. Right now we're on the 15, right? So we can read Proverbs 15 tonight when you go home. I believe, I'll tell you, God will speak to you and you'll be like, oh, a proverb a day, a chapter a day for the next 30 days. It'll see God will do something. His word is so powerful. Look, look what his word says in Hebrews, in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. When you have it, say amen. Hebrews 4, 12 says these words. And this is our scripture of living word. It says these words, for the word of God is what is it? Living. So the word of God is what? It's alive. It's alive. It's living. And what? Powerful. This is not no weak thing. This is power. This is life. This is power and sharper than any two-edged sword. He says, hey, hey, machete ain't got nothing on this. It says it pierces even to the dividing of the soul and the body. It'll rip the flesh and the spirit. My God, piercing even to the division of the soul and spirit and to the joint and the marrow. Let's get deep. Someone say deep. That word of God will get deep in you. It says, and it is discerner of the thoughts and the intention of the heart. My God, the word of God will expose you. How many read something? You're like, ouch. Good, that's the word. Someone say, that's the word. That's the word, man. That's the word of God. It, it does that to us. It, it deals with certain things in our life that it'll begin to just rip away some stuff in us. That's how powerful the word of God is. Also in 2 Timothy chapter 3, listen to this, verse 16. It says, all scriptures, which is the word of God, is given by inspiration of God. And it is profitable for doctrine, is doctrine is a way of living a lifestyle. So the word of God to help you how to live a godly lifestyle. And for reproof, that means a harsh rebuke. It'll get in you and clean you out. It'll rip away all the junk in us. For correction, come on. It'll correct the wrong in us. 
It goes on and it says, for instruction in righteousness, it'll show us how to act right. It'll show us and instruct us in righteousness, not on what we feel, what we think, but what is right before God and man. Are you with me? That the man of God may be complete. So the word of God, it completes us. The word completes us. Truly equipped us for every good work. So God getting us ready for every good thing. So this word of God is getting you ready to be a father, a husband, a mother, a wife. You come on somebody, a leader. This word of God is helping you become a disciple. Help you to be a businessman, a businesswoman. Help you to be a, a great, awesome man and woman of God. That's what the word of God is doing. But we look at it as, no, it's, it's, it's not that powerful. Yes, it is. Someone say, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, so the word of God will give you victory over temptation. The word of God does all that. And then look at the word of God blesses us. Proverbs 8.34. 834 says this. Blessed are those who listen to me. <laughs> Watch, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. That's Proverbs. He says, those who listen to me, my instructions, my word. You're blessed when you listen to God's word. There's something that happens to us. Something that changes about us. If it wasn't for his word, I think I would have missed so much stuff. When I find out what his words instruct me and how it tells me things and how it builds me. Man, I, I could have missed so many blessings in my life. Listen, the word of God brings holiness. Listen to the word Psalms 119, verse 9 says, How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to the what? Your word. Wow. So how do we live right before God? It's by getting into the word of God. And some of us, we don't know how to live because we don't get into God's word. And so then we think that we can do certain things and get away with certain stuff. Can I get an Amen. amen. But it doesn't, it builds us and it's instructing us. But we have to strive, we have to push ourselves. We have to say, I need to read, I need to get into my Bible. The same way we eat physical food is the same way we need to know how to eat spiritual food. It's so important, church. The word of my, my Bible is all beat up. My word, my Bible is beat up. I got 50,000 sermons in here running. I got sermons in here. I got sermons right here. Sermons right here. Hello, somebody. Sermons just in my Bible like that. Because I'm constantly getting, and there's like, there's like three or four Bible chapters that you look at it and they feel like pure oil on it. Because it's just me and, and those sections. I like to eat it up and meditate on it. Sit there and go over it and over. And it blesses me. And every time I read, I'm like, God, something different. As I grow, the word grows. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen to what I've learned over the years. The word of God is so simple that a baby can understand it, but so deep a scholar can get lost. This word is, has not changed, I have changed. This word has been the same from the beginning to now, but I have matured and when I read it, it's something different. Come on somebody, it's like, whoa. I sit back and I go, my God, I didn't. I'm like, that was there? I'm like, yeah, it was. I underlined it and I circled it. <laughs> but because I grew, when I reread it, it hit me different. 
So that's why the word of God will begin to build holiness when you allow it to come in you and you meditate on it. It just opens things inside you. How many understanding that tonight? How many, how many are catching that tonight? We need to get in our word. We need to be people who know our word. Amen? Listen to this. Let me give you two more. We're almost done. Intimacy has to be done through God's word. Not only through prayer, but through God's word. Not only intimate through worship. Thank God for worship because there's an intimacy in worship that happens. And I'm going to be talking about that too in worship and intimacy in worship. But in intimacy in the word of God does something. We can't be unbalanced. So we have to know how to pray through it, that builds intimacy and the intimacy in his word to strive to push ourselves. A lot of people don't read their Bible because it says it puts me to sleep. No, this is not, this is not, this is not a sleeping pill. When I start reading this, I, I can't read this at night because then I, I can't go to sleep. My wife will tell you, I'll start reading, I'll be up all night reading. But what I do, I have a book and I'll read a book, a book, I'll read a little book on the side. I got like three books that I'm reading. Then I read some words quick because I don't want to read too much at night because it'll wake me up. Boom. Because it's live and active. I don't know what it does to you, but I know what it does to me. It don't put me to sleep. It just wakes me up and it makes my, my spiritual mind just go, do, 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 do. Then I'm thinking about a hundred sermons, thinking about all these different sermons. I'm like, man, stop, man, just stop. Amen or only. So this is what I'm trying to tell you is, is the word of God is alive and active. Let me give you another one uh, out of Psalms 119, verse 105. When you become intimate with God in the word, it'll guide us. It says, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light to my path. So the word of the word of God will do to you. It'll help you through hard times. It'll guide you through pain, and it'll guide you through uncertainties. Amen. How many ever been through something they were uncertain? And when you start reading the word, it'll tell you, hey, man, come on. Hold on. Don't give up. Yeah. The word of God will tell you, endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Amen. Oh, come on, somebody. The word of God will begin to speak to you, and it'll get to you, and it'll get deep inside you. Some of you may pass, I don't know where to read. Read the book of James. I always tell people, read the book of James. It'll wake you up. Amen. It'll get rid of the spiritual sissy. Come on. Come on. It'll build the courage that we need. Everybody with me so far? Yes. See, what does the word of God do? It does so much. Let me give you another one. John 15, 7. When you are intimate in the word of God, with God, listen to this. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you. Listen, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Huh. So when you're in the word, it shows you that to understand, to wait, that God will answer your prayers. Amen. The word of God will tell you, don't hold on, hold on. Come on, if you abide in him and you abide in his word, hold on, God will answer you. Come on, that's what the word of God does. It'll tell you, if you do these things, hold on, God is there. But a lot of us, we, we, we begin to get a hold of God and we think he's not going to show up. He's going to show up. He's going to answer our prayers. But as we get into God's word, it begins to show us how we need to wait. It will show us what we need to do. It'll show us what must be done. But his word will guide us. His word will lead us. His word will show us, hey, I'm going to do it. I'm on my way. I had to fight the Pinta Persia. I would have been there earlier, but I had a fight. Come on, I had a fight. I had a fight. I had a fight. 
I'll give you one more. I, 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 one more. When we become intimate with God and the word of God, it brings healing. Someone say healing. healing. Brings healing to your body. It brings healing to your life. In Proverbs 4, 20 and 22, says, my son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ears to my words. In other words, don't be tripping. Don't be listening to all this weird stuff. Don't get caught up listening to all this junk out there. Do not let them out of your sight. He's talking about the word. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And health to one's whole body. My God. We have to learn to value the word of God. We have to learn to value what it's saying and what it does. Because when you become intimate with God so much, it builds an assurance in your life. It, it gives you joy. It prepares you for the future. It allows you to, to get away from certain traps. Like I have tons and tons of stuff that I have there. What it does. The word of God can do so much. Don't, don't torture yourself. Get into that word. Seek who he is. There's a, there's a thing in the back of your Bible, church. Way in the back, some Bibles have it, or you can look up certain words, and it'll give you scriptures on certain things that you're looking for, or stuff that you're going through. And in the back is the concordance, and you can look up words that maybe you're going through something, you, you, maybe you're feeling hurt. Look up scriptures on joy, on peace, on healing. Look on, on drifting away or, or the, the God's ability. Look on certain on anger. You can get with anger. Figure out some stuff on anger. It's all there. But we don't study the word no more. We don't get into the word no more. And so if you want to begin to learn God's word, figure out what you need help in, in your life. Write it down. Pastor, I'm, I'm dealing with anger. Okay, well, look at scriptures that will help you with anger. Maybe you're dealing with bitterness. Look at scriptures to help you to forgive. Maybe you're dealing with temptations. Look up to help you to overcome temptations. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he shall flee. Come on, somebody. There's so much stuff in the word of God to help us. Pastor, I, I want to get pregnant. I want to have a baby. Read God's word. It'll show you to get a hold of God. It'll help you understand and have faith because it'll build your faith for to have a child or to get married or for something powerful to happen in your life. You've got to get in your word because it builds your faith. We're faithless because we're wordless. There's no word in us so there's no faith in us because faith comes by what? By hearing and hearing the word of God. And if we have faith just like a mustard seed, small faith, little faith, a seed faith, it can move mountains. Come on, somebody. So if that faith, that small can do that through the word of God, imagine if you get deep into it, how your life begins to change through the intimacy with God and his word. Intimacy is building a relationship close. We have to learn, church to get a hold of God's word study his word read his word meditate on his word get into the word of God I 
to hear a preaching, go back. Get the scriptures, look them up, read them. Some of you that were in the foundation class, growing healthy class, go over your book again. It'll help you, it'll build you. Or maybe you haven't been through that class. We're going to start another class for that. So for those who can go through that course. And we're going to do that for um, Sunday nights. So for all the new people that are coming and want to become, become a member and get locked in, that's a course to take. It'll help you. It'll build a foundation. It'll show you some things. It'll get right into the Word. It'll begin to cause stability. Come on, so it builds stability. His Word, man, is alive and active. Oh, man, it, it's not dead. It's not old. At all. It is alive and active. It is true. It is powerful. It is awesome. It is eye-opening. I want us to stand tonight. The Bible says in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, it says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosper, and then you will have good success. So what is the word of God? It brings success. Come on, somebody. It brings success to your life when we are meditating on it and when we are in the word when we are in the word don't let nobody tell you anything different the word does so much to us church oh man it keeps us alive keeps us going it gives hope keeps it gives us hope gives us purpose every head bowed every eye closed the enemy tries to stop you from reading the enemy tries to pull you away from the word he tries to make you so busy that you don't have time he tries to delay you so you don't have time I'm telling you just five minutes just one chapter of proverb just one proverb will help begin to cause you to break bread cause you to open that bread up even more it'll direct you it'll rebuke you It'll strengthen you. It'll give life to you. It'll set you free. It'll bless you. It'll bring healing. It'll do so much more. So much more than we can ever imagine. It'll guide you. It'll inspire you. It'll give you purpose. It'll bring hope again. It'll bring holiness. Godliness. It does so much. So much. You're here tonight. You're saying, Pastor... I haven't really got into my word. I, I mean, I, I see it when I come to church, I, but I really haven't really studied my word. I really haven't got into my word. And I want to become intimate in my word with God. I want to become intimate with him to get to know him better, know his life better, know his story more. Know more about the Son. Know more about the Father. Know more about the Holy Ghost. Know more about the men of God and the women of God that went before us. How they went through things and how they suffered and how they went through situations. But they came out of them all. And when they choose to listen, how God blessed them. And when they choose to rebel, how they become disobedient to God and things happen. I want to learn from them. So I want to get into my word again. 
going to get into my word again. So I can begin to learn and grow and mature and become strong and a healthy man of God and a healthy woman of God. If that's you today and God spoke to you, I want you to come, come, come. I, said, I, I need to become intimate with God in the word. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, you're going to come and say, God, here I am. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to accept this challenge. I'm going to grab a hold of you. It's going to help me to be a better wife, a better husband, a better father, a better mother, a better believer, a better leader, a better man of God, a woman of God. This word is going to inspire me for more, for more, for more. I'm going to be real with myself. I'm lacking. I'm lacking. And today, I choose to fix some stuff. Today, I choose to become intimate in God, with God, in the Word, in the Word. In the word, yes, oh God, yes, oh God, yes, oh God, Lord, right now, break everything off us, oh God, break every religious spirit, every religious mindset, take it off, Lord, that we will become real before you, God, oh, that we will become real, real men, real women, God. Open, oh God, open for more, open for growth, open for change, open for breakthrough. Maybe you're struggling, you're struggling, you're going through stuff. You need prayer, come, come up here. Maybe you're going through some stuff. You say, God, I, I need prayer. I mean, I need prayer. Come, come. This is where you lay everything at the altar. You lay, you become a living sacrifice before God so God can pull you through. Pull you through, pull you through, pull you through every situation. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, come on, church. We're going to push through. Come on, we're going to push through. Come on, come on. This is your time. Come on. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.